Peace, diehards. What's up? It's your boy, Eroom, host of the Dynex Podcast. We're going to be talking about Kevin Knox, man, but that's not the only thing. There's a whole bunch of factors surrounding this kid, and he really is the X on the X Factor. Now or never, Kevin Knox on the Dynex Podcast. Without further ado, let's get into it. Yeah, peace, diehards. As you can see, Sunday morning diehards. I'm gonna try to make this a habit. So look out for me sometime on Sunday. Hopefully a little bit earlier than than this, man. But it's kind of hard. This is one of my off days usually. So I'm usually like <laughs> just getting up about this time, man. So good morning to everybody. How's everybody doing? Like I said, we're gonna be talking about Kevin Knox, man. Just um, this is this overlay alone, man. This um whole thumbnail. Uh, him on the billboard, you can see on the billboard, it says July 28th, uh, 2018. He put up 29-9 with five three-pointers. That's Summer League. You know, so leading up to this point, we thought that this kid was going to be the one. You know, especially me. That first, when As soon as that Summer League finished, I was like, yo, man, we, we um the Knicks um, did it. We got our small four for the future. We don't got to worry about it no more. Now let's look for another another position. Uh, But, you know, that was the Fisdale era. You know, there was a lot of things going on with that. Uh. You know, it, it is what it is. Like, you get opportunity, you have to do the best that you can with the opportunities that's given to you. So, I mean, like, like people can give excuses that um the Knicks didn't um they didn't they didn't use them properly, um, too many coaches and this that, and the other. But when it comes down to it, like, what are you? What kind of work are you putting in? You know, uh, you know. So we, let's let's just get into it. There's a couple of different ways I can go about it, but um, you know, I guess I, let's let's um let's just do this here. Let's um just take a look at um at Kevin Knox. You know, just Kevin Knox right now with with the whole do rag thing. So th- this is triggering for me. You know, w- watching him with the um with the do rag. Uh, he's over here um working out with somebody that um I don't even know who it is. You know, it's uh it says Jahi Carson. So does anybody know who that kid is? You know, does anybody know who Jahi Carson is? You know, no disrespect to the kid. I'm not trying to disrespect that on um, you know that kid. But um, just I'm um, looking at the video, like uh, he, it's just drills. There's a bunch of guys that I don't recognize in this video. You know, uh, the point I'm trying to make with with that, with the, with the no names and stuff like that, is that's that how do you get better? How do you get better when um, when you're playing uh, around people that are not that are not on your level? You know, uh, these guys they, these guys are like um, college kids. You know, kids that um that you that I don't know if you'll ever see them again. You know. I'm not, not sure if you'll see them in the NBA. I'm not sure if you'll see them on on any level. And um, this is where Kevin Knox is um drill is doing his drills and stuff. Now I know like um it's good to to see guys working, you know, uh doing doing whatever they they do in the off season to get better. But um listen, man, uh anybody could do this. You know, shout out to um to basically any any of your favorite um content creators. They're out there um make um putting out videos of themselves doing all kind of moves and, and whatever shooting. We all could do that. I can get up right now and make a mixtape that looks just like Kevin Knox. You're gonna think that I'm ready to play small forward for um for the Knicks. But um the, the thing is like if you're gonna get better you have to uh, play with guys that are that are on your level or at least um get out there and uh, play some scrimmages because every single video that, that you see with him is just all, all these drills. It's been since he came into the league. You never see him pulled up to any of these um these um summer league uh you know little um um you know pickup games and stuff. You never seen him at any any of these famous trainers um pickup games. Um, you just saw um RJ Barrett. You know RJ Barrett has been to them before. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. All these different guys. You know not not saying that that um if you go to the, one of these these pickups that that um that you're all automatically gonna get better. Cause say like a guy like um Dennis Smith Jr. 
it's not like not like he got better by playing in, the, in these leagues. He looks better in those those um those kind of sessions because the guys are not playing defense. They're like getting him a chance to um to jump and do the things that they, that he can do. But it's just for the simple fact that that um, you can get out there and get the confidence to feel like that you can compete with these guys. So you know you know not not saying that that um, Kevin X doesn't do it, but if he did do it, we would have saw him in a video somewhere. You know, we would have saw him in a video because other guys post stuff. It doesn't have to be Kevin Knox posting it. So somebody else would post it. Like um, RJ's not posting that stuff. So his his um his trainer that um that lead that um that Halen guy, uh, he posted it not for not for RJ. He posted it for just for 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 um his uh, his own um branding and stuff like that. So you get to see other guys play in the off season and this and the other. Uh, you know, you just don't see Kevin Knox in these type of settings. So, what what does he think for himself? Does he does he even think that he's as good as as we think that he could be? You know, because I'm not I'm not one of those guys that that say, listen, we got to play this kid, whatever. Because I mean, from from what I've seen from him, he hasn't really shown anything that's worth um you know fighting for. You know, because I mean, this if this kid wants to be a great, then he has to prove that to everybody, and not not um not we we shouldn't have to be fighting for him. You know, fighting for him in the in the comments and then all over the internet and stuff. I mean, if this kid wants to be a star or whatever, he still has a chance. You know, this is the thing. The whole problem with um with the whole Frank Nilakina thing was everyone's gonna keep cracking on me about that. I keep mentioning the kid's name, but it's the same thing. It's that listen, we you have a certain amount of time. If you want to be um uh, if you want to be um in the NBA, if you want to play a certain spot, if you want to. You know, have a spot on a roster. You have to work. Now, look, he's on, on the outside looking. At, he's not signed to any team. Kevin Knox is on the way to being there. You know, so it's it's up to him to figure out what he wants to do. And, and so far, you know, I really just don't 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 agree with the, um with um the manner in which he's going about um on training and stuff. So I I mean like like uh, even even the the little drills that you saw in those videos that that he posted that he's going half speed. <laughs> like I mean, you need to go hard, man. You know, and, and these kids that, that you're playing, um, that you're um, working out with, like it needs to be like, yo, it, it needs to be a separation. Say, listen, I'm a four year, I'm a damn near a four year vet at this point. You know, I'm a four year vet. So this needs to be an energy in the room. Say, listen, that's an NBA player. I want to be like him. But it, it kind of looked like the, those are his peers. You know, if, if you can get what I'm what I'm saying here. So I'm just going to go through here to make sure I have all these things lined up the way I want to. But um, one guy, one guy that I want to I want to point out, you know, this this that could possibly take his spot, is um, you know, is is, is this young kid um, Grimes, you know, Grimes at the beginning, first impression of Grimes, I thought that he wasn't good. I just thought that he wasn't good. But just watching them about a third game, I noticed that he just doesn't move. He, I mean, he just he just like you cannot stop him. You know, he he keeps moving. He's running back and forth running hard on offense and defense. Forget about shooting, forgetting about putting the ball on the floor, forgetting about passing, anything like that. He just runs hard. You you cannot stop him from moving. You know, see, he's always within arm's reach of his defender. You know, you know what I'm saying? And, and on, on offense, he's constantly uh, giving the um, the defender uh, uh, just a body to chase around. Now, if you look at his um, his offensive repertoire, you can see him playing against, um, you know, competition and, uh, and pickups and stuff like that. Again, I don't recognize any of these people here, but at the same time, these guys are going at it. You know, you want to show the people that, that are on this court that you are a basketball player. You are an NBA basketball player. You know, uh, some of these guys I might recognize. You know, these, these are like semi-pros, maybe um, uh, college guys or, you know, whatever, whoever's in the gym. You know, I, I want to see an NBA player. You know, I want to see a guy that's going to give it up and uh, and uh, just show that I'm better than everybody on the court. And that's what that's what Grimes uh, does. Uh, like I said, it took him a little, a, like a two games to get him his feet underneath him to get the pro game and figure out what what the team wants him to do and just to figure out how he could fit without chucking, which which I, I love, 
you know, so, um, you know, shout out to um, Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox also put up 29 points his first summer league. Um, this this kid Grimes, he did the same thing. He, he put up high 20s for, for like the last two games. I think he might have had like 30 something the last game from the, I can't remember. But um, anyway, you know, it, it just these these guys have have game. But um, you have to be able to translate it on, on that next level. Summer league is not, is not the end all. But, yeah, I, I got to tell you, the stuff that you see in this video is just impressive. And it looks like he's going at half speed. <laughs> it looks like he's like he's just kind of kind of like just um, going through a workout with with these guys. But you have to show that you have to show that you're that good that, that that it's not phasing you to have these guys. They're playing hard. They're sweating, and you're just going through the motions, making these jump shots. I'm working on my fadeaway, working on um pull ups and stuff. You know, working on uh um taking shots, uh, tough shots. You know, uh for for your own practice, because none of these guys can stop you. That's the mentality that you got to have. So. You know that, that that's just the the difference between um like a guy like Kevin Knox and and a guy like um Grimes, and what's gonna keep a guy like like um Grimes in the league for for years to come is um that ability that that um that energy that you have when you come into the court that listen I belong here, you know I belong here you know the, like, especially at this inferior talent on here that you guys don't belong here you know so I'm just gonna destroy you guys without even saying I'm gonna destroy you without even having that destroyer mentality. Like you don't gotta have a Kobe Mamba mentality to play against inferior talent. You just out there um working out, you know. You working out, and they're the ones that's trying, that's working hard, trying to get to your level. That's the energy that that um that I, basically every single player that the Knicks have acquired, they all have that energy. Even the guys that that are on low, lower on the totem, totem pole, um, which is like a Grimes. A uh, shout out to McBride. McBride is ready, you know. McBride is ready. So if I if I could segue to um to that conversation, um uh, the whole um uh quickly situation now quickly is a good kid man but uh let me let me just show this video tips with the uh post game evaluation tips doesn't let it marinate or sit no he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna deliver it to you like fedex right away man <laughs> <laughs> you not play around yeah, man, this guy quickly, uh, you know, Tom Thibodeau was right on the court as soon as they finished the game. They won. You know, they won, quickly played good, you know, as far as statistically wise. He dominated the game offensively. Uh, he averaged like eight assists for the for the entire um, summer league. But um, after that game, before um, quickly can even celebrate nothing, Tom Thibodeau's right in his face like Candyman. You know, he just popped up out of nowhere. And now you got to sit there and listen to Tom Thibodeau talk. Why is Tom Thibodeau coming to him specifically? You know, um, he had the, the big, great game, right? How come he didn't go to the rookie, McBride? How come he didn't go to McBride? Because, I mean, you know, quickly is, is, is already an established pro. He's already better than everybody. Same energy. Um, these guys are inferior talent to, than, than, than quickly because quickly is an established NBA player. So all these guys want to be Emmanuel quickly. So Emmanuel quickly just did what he's supposed to do. He came in there with the Nick energy and, um, and, and dominated the way he's supposed to. You know, so how come, how come he didn't go to uh, McBride? And go after him about about the way that he played, any mistakes that he did. Because McBride, even though he plays, he played well. Uh, he made some mistakes too. But he's like I'm trying to say, he specifically went too too quickly. You know, if I'm not mistaken, I think Bride McBride was the one that they was giving the interview to. Um, they had to because um they were going to talk to quickly because he was the um, player of the game. But um Tom Tibble wouldn't let him go. You know what I'm saying? So um you know this is what I'm trying to say here. Uh, I already see um a couple clips out there um with people using the, the phrases that that I use. Uh, according to um, in, in that um, podcast that I did with um, uh, Julito uh, McCollum, uh, we were talking about everything basically. So we were talking about uh, quickly, and I said that quickly's fighting for his life, you know. And then um, you know, shout out to Julito, he loved that. 
you know that that um that that term because it, it really that's what it is. Emmanuel quickly is fighting for his life because right right off the bat, even though quickly is playing so well, McBride is the third string point guard. McBride is already solidified to be in, in the future of what's going on with the Knicks simply because of the hard-nosed defense, the strength and the poise that he plays with. You know, it's, it's more lying, more under control and more on the lines to what a coach could um, could physically say, this is what um what I can what I can put him in a position and I could trust him to do whatever. Quickly, you can't really trust him. Quickly is kind of still kind of just going crazy. You know, he's just doing this. You know, he's like one, one of those um dudes at a rave at the raves with the lights and stuff. That's that's what he's doing out there. Um, it it could be good and it could be bad. You know what I'm saying? So I think a guy like quickly that's just proof right there that Tom Thibodeau jumped right up right in front of him, not necessarily um um going you know jumping down his throat or anything like that, but you know you you can see from the energy that um that quickly had in that video that um Tom Thibodeau has something serious to tell him. So listen, you did you play well, but listen, you know listen to what I have to tell you here. You know what I'm saying? So he's absolutely fighting for his life. So. Uh, it, it, it comes down to, to, um, to a couple things here, man. Like how hard do you, how hard do you want to be in the league? How bad do you want it? What do you see for yourself and how, and how um bad, bad do you want to work to get to that, to that spot? Um, it's another thing too. Do you want to be here and deal with the bullshit and maybe go to another, another team to get an opportunity? Uh, quickly can easily ask for, for a trade, you know, and, and he has a trade value. He can go to wherever he wants and we can probably get something good back for him. Uh, later on, maybe in a package. Kevin Knox, not so much. His trade value is so destroyed, it's unbelievable. But at the same time, he's still on a rookie contract um, entering um, this training camp. He's an X-Factor because we do not have a backup small forward. You know, shout out to Grimes. Grimes enters the situation. So um, what if um, what if Grimes comes in and plays well, so well that that, that he's, um, you know, just put into that small forward spot? Then Kevin Knox is gone. Kevin Knox is gone. Training camp is an absolute must for Kevin Knox. Like if, if Kevin Knox cannot show uh, Tom Thibodeau and this, train, this training staff that he belongs, that not necessarily fit in a role, he just needs to come in there and like gangbusters and play basketball. You know, he's a young guy. You know, like that's another thing too. People make 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 an internet. They listen. He's young. Uh, shout out to um his college coach saying that that it's going to take him five years to develop. That's bullshit, man. You know, um, your your time is now. Your time is now. So I mean, you're young. You have all the energy, and then understand the other. You don't have any injuries to, to deal with, and, and this you don't have any vices outside of like um you know playing video games and stuff like that. You never hear about Kevin Knox with no, no messing around with women or in the clubs drinking and nothing like that. He he's a, he's a basketball dude. So listen, this is your career. This is what you want to do. So get out there and take it, my man. This is yours to take right now. If if Kevin Knox showed up to training camp, um the way that he was supposed to. And actually shows Tom Thibodeau that he's worthy uh, of a of of like a rotational spot. Quickly is the one that's out of here, you know. Quickly is the one that comes that turns into a situational player, because we need what Kevin Knox does more than we need what Quickly does. Uh, for the simple fact, we got Burks. Simple fact, we got Rose coming off the bench. So what we need Quickly for? We got Burks and Rose. You know, we we really need to to figure out what we're gonna do with that small forward spot. Burks he could play small forward. You know that could all that can all work quickly. Could be the backup too. You know, Rose can could be out there with them, which will be fine. Um, Burks can come out there and play some three. You know, how how does that really help us defensively and stuff? Because you kind of got Burke playing out of position, even though Burke has played small forward throughout his career. But Burks is only like six five, and he's not a physical player. He's a finesse player, as you can see with the handle. We need um, Burks in the backcourt. You know, he he would be great in the backcourt with Rose. Uh, so, so you, you, we have, we kind of have excess um talent, but like I'm trying to tell you, if Knox comes into into um training camp, uh, ready to take a spot, then quickly is situational. 
You know, it, it, it is what it is. Obi, you got to play Obi no matter no matter how bad or good he plays. You know, because we we um we have to build up, up his value. Knox, we don't have to build up his value. You know, it's up to Knox to take his own career. But like I said, if he does, those are your two um backup forwards there, Knox and and um and Obi, and that, that's all you need to back up uh, Julius Randle and more than likely um RJ or Fournier, whatever you want to say, whoever you want to say is a small forward. Um, that would be a decent um you know rotation because of of the the, the potential. Uh, contribution that these two guys can, can excuse me can give you off the bench. Um, the backcourt is solidified with Rose and and Burks, so quickly he's going to be on the bench. And then then let me throw some, something else at you. If um injuries happen and quickly is on the bench, who who's going to come up first? McBride at that point. McBride is going to come up at that point because um because of the defense and and the poise and all this. You know um just judging by the way that he that he plays the mannerisms and just the way they the, the stuff that he says and and interviews and stuff he's just just on a different um kind of level. You know um you know quickly like like I said could be could be electric scoring wise. But if you want to win games, I think McBride is the one that I would call up first before quickly. You know in in the 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 um the grand scheme of building your franchise on how you want how you want to play out there. So. You know, this is this is where we are with with our, with our Nick guys, and this is probably like the only um, real problem that that I see on the roster is is these little these little spots. Who is going to emerge as that player? You know, um, let's uh, let's um, get into something, something else too. Uh, yeah, well, I was gonna post this picture with Kevin Knox. I forgot about it, but underneath the thing, he he, he was just like um, you know. Something, something like morbid about like if you really want something, there's something they'll take it from you. So listen, man, cut the damn bullshit with the subliminal messages and stuff. Because I, I'm gonna throw another player here that that can um that can take his spot with, um with the quickness, man. And it's um um Dwayne Bacon. You know, uh, Dwayne Bacon is like a a G League All Star, the greatest G League player to ever play, man. So let's um let's watch a video of him. This is um you know just pro stuff, a nice little curl um in in motion, little jump shot. You're not gonna stop that. Especially on the G League, he's dropping 40, 51 points in this game. Uh, he had like three straight games, I, I believe, last year where he scored like forty-five points and stuff. So they, they keep putting him in the G League because he is missing something, obviously. But he can score on the pro level, you know, especially against inferior talent like like this. That's what I keep saying. Um, this is just a workout for Kevin, somebody like Kevin Bacon. These guys are, are nobody's to him. You know, he's definitely on another level scoring wise. They can't stop him. You know they can't stop him. On the other side, he's good enough defensively to compete. You know, you know what I'm saying. So he doesn't belong in the G League at all. So what I'm trying to say is that that Bacon is already an NBA pro. So Kevin Knox, you know what you gonna do quickly? What you gonna do? You know you got you got guys in the NBA that are ready to play. There's always somebody ready to um to take your spot. You know, uh, and Kevin Bacon is is definitely one of those guys. I can see Kevin Bacon coming here, even though he's six five himself. I can see him coming in and taking that 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 three spot. You know, I can see him coming coming in here and actually uh, making the Knicks make a move. You know, uh, Kevin Bacon. Same thing with Grimes. Kevin Bacon and Grimes are on the same um same thing same thing there. So competition is going to be deadly. I know Kevin Bacon. I keep saying Kevin Bacon. This is an obvious, you know, mistake there. But you know, Dwayne Bacon. You know, I, I can see him fighting Grimes because Grimes is a rookie. And he's not gonna—he's not gonna take my spot. I got my foot out the league. I want to play, you know. I want—I want to play for the—I want to play for the Knicks. This is a great opportunity. So I can see Bacon going against Grimes, making sure Grimes stay where he is. And Grimes, as you can see, Grimes is on the same level, you know, as um as like yo, I'm a pro. I'm here, you know. You gotta—you gotta take my spot. And I think that Grimes is not gonna be that guy that you're gonna have to um that he's gonna easily bow down to somebody like like Bacon. 
you know, th these these are things that are that are, they're gonna um they're gonna play out as as this training camp goes on. Shout out to Burke too. Burke is a, is a pro. You're not gonna outplay Burke. Um, Burke. You know, Burke is already um you know made his money in the NBA. He's a pro. He knows how to deal with this thing. He's been through it a million times. So he's not gonna be frazzled by um by guys like um you know like Bacon and Grimes and stuff like that. So Burke's is gonna be ready to play. So it's gonna be hard to take uh take Burke out the out the lineup. But all this competition is is gonna stack up. Where where the Knicks could say, listen, we can move Burke, you know, we can move Burke because we got um Grimes. Grimes is ready, you know. So you know, later on down down the season, maybe they could say, listen, let's let's take Burks, throw him in the package, and um uh, and and move um Mr. Um uh, Mr. Uh, Grimes up there. Um Bacon might play so well that Bacon can't, you know, that we gotta have him on the roster, you know. So if he's on the roster, then you know maybe he goes up into that into that two spot maybe even the three spot you, you see what i'm saying all these different variables and whatever but it really comes down to kevin knox so, yo because if kevin knox comes in to um to this um training camp ready to play he is the guy you know he is the guy that that, that we could put in there to to be backup forward for the knicks between him and obi they, they both they both are, um have have things that, that we don't have on the roster obi is a potential dunk can um candidate uh, you know, a uh, guy that that can um get in between the, the seams and and create havoc that way with in the, with his athleticism, being able to um get sneaky rebounds, uh to get those dunks to help um boost the team's morale that type of thing. Um, Kevin Knox has that three point shot that you know that that could do the same thing. He could boost the morale this that, and the other. Also, too, he's six foot nine. Um, shout out to Ben Simmons where he dunked up Ben Simmons when he did that. Yo, it, it freaking uh, blew the roof off the off the arena. It just those those are plays that galvanizes the team, that gets energy, that helps win games. Not necessarily to give these guys 30, 40 minutes a game. It just those those little those little plays in 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 a, in a, a little space of time is what uh, boosts um your team to get them over over the um the hump. So say that if Julius Randle sitting on the bench. And uh, Kevin Knox uh, fakes a three, drives down the lane, and bangs on somebody. That's gonna um, supercharge, um, uh, you know, Julius Randle sitting on the bench. So when Julius Randle comes in, he's ready. You know, he's watched his guys um, play hard. His energy is hype. He, he don't have like the energy where like when I come in, I have to, I have to lock in and dominate because my bench sucks. You know, my my back, my backup guys suck. So if Kevin Knox coming in there and does what he does, um, Obi Toppin comes in there and does what they're supposed to do, then that only makes the team better, man. So. Like I said, these these two spots are are so important. You know, shout out to Obi. Obi must play well. You know, we we kind of like stuck there because we can easily sign a guy. I keep talking about Malik Beasley. You know, we um you know we can easily sign a guy like that just um just to have come off the um come off the bench. I hope I'm getting the guy's name right, but um you know we we definitely could sign a a power forward that has experience that that, that could back up of Julius Randle. We'll be fine. You know, we don't have to worry about Obi doing whatever because, like I said, there's there's plenty of 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 players out there that that that, that are um hungry to play and that that have a history of playing well in this league. So you know, we're not stuck with just playing with Obi, but that would that you know that would be suicide for the Knicks if if we just simply just got rid of Obi on you know Obi Toppin at at this juncture. Obi Toppin, we kind of need him to to produce you know for our own sake because he might actually be a part of a trade. Let's say if you throw Burks in there. Uh, maybe even um, you know, throw Noel because shout out to Jericho Sims. If Jericho Sims comes in here and um and shows enough, then that's another um person that you can move up the totem pole and stick a package together to to possibly get another player. Who is that player? I don't know. You know, uh, Mitchell Robinson is up for a, a contract extension. Uh, you know, so you got you got him, which is was basically about I say like fifteen, you know, twelve to fifteen. It's probably what he's gonna get. Um, Noel got ten. Burks got 10. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, throw Obi Toppin in there. Maybe even throw quickly in there. Throw a first round draft pick in there. Now you have a package to get somebody. You know, that's somebody that, that I've been throwing around lately. It's been um, Carl Anthony Towns. He's dangling in Minnesota. You know, you know what I'm saying? So um, that package is good enough to throw to Minnesota and for them to build with because they'll still have Kevin Knox, Obi to, to um, throw in there, see what they could do for them. You know, for a team that's obviously not going to win at that point. Uh, Mitchell Robinson is a starter in the NBA. You know, that, that will give them something to, to work with over there. Um, then also quickly, quickly um, going to Minnesota will give them a possible starting uh, point guard. You know, even though they do have, um, you know, D'Angelo and they have, um, I think Malik Beasley is that is the is a shooting guard in Minnesota. But um, you know, you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. I, I keep forgetting the guys, the, uh, the power forward that was in um in Denver. I'm quite sure you guys are saying in in the comments. I haven't looked in the comments yet. But um, you know, you know, there's a whole bunch of different things that 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 could happen. You know, but um, it, it's really going to start on day one in this training camp. So I mean, you know, God bless um Kevin Knox. You know, like, I've talked badly about him throughout throughout the course of, of of um his Knicks career, but it's 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 warranted. You know, it's it's not that not that I hate. Sorry about that. Um, I don't I don't know. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Little technical difficulties with the button there. But I mean, like like Kevin Knox, you know, it's his time. It's his time to 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 get busy. And if he doesn't want to get busy, we can put him in the package to get somebody that we actually could use. Yeah, man. So sorry about that little technical difficulties there. Like I said, I'm having problems with my with my equipment. So hit the thumbs up button, like you can see at the bottom of the screen, so I so um I can get some more opportunities to to um to grow this channel, so I can copy some more equipment, man. Word up. So um, shout out to everybody to see. I see a lot of familiar names. You got Made of Fourth. You got Greenhouses here. Uh, Anthony Two One Two was the first comment. Shout out to you. Uh, he was a good. Yeah, you know all this stuff is 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 valid, man. Uh, you know, Tibbs wants now players, but it's not just Tibbs. You know, that's that's the thing too. Uh, the narrative is that is yo Tibbs wants this. Oh, Tibbs not gonna play this guy. Tibbs not gonna play that. Any anybody watching basketball, you're not you don't want to play these guys because you want to win. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to play guys that that are, that are, that are half assing it and waiting for you to teach them how to play. That's not that's not how it goes. That is not the New York mentality. You know, I, I've been I've been trying to keep that that energy this this whole time that I've been doing this podcast. So this is um the New York energy. You cannot. Like you cannot sit back and, and just hope somebody gives something to you. You know what I'm saying? You know, shout out to anybody that wants to make a donation to help me, um, you know, fix my equipment and stuff like that. But you know, you, you can't bank on people um, giving you help. You know, like that, like that. You have to do things for yourself and uh, and um and make it happen. You know, like I'm trying to do with this podcast here. Uh, shout out to um to Paul um Butler says he needs a change of scenery. Uh, that change of scenery might be some a team like Minnesota. You know, um and to bring Cat here. Now I did mention that. So I forgot what I was saying before I accidentally clicked the damn button and started going crazy on me. But um, you know, uh, bring Cat over here to be the to, to be the center. You got Julius Randle, you got RJ still. Uh, you still got uh, uh Kemba Walker, and you still got Evan Fournier. Still got Rose on the team. You know what I'm saying? Now you just moved up Grimes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, McBride is there. You know, um, you traded Obi and um, possibly traded Knox. Uh, you know, those those spots are easily um, replaceable in the NBA. You know, a backup power four, backups um small four, totally easily um replaceable in this NBA. You know, that there's there's players now that um that are that haven't been signed yet that, that you could pick up to um to put on, on, on the team. Let, let me get this name correct, man. I, it's like driving me crazy. I'm quite sure somebody said it in the in the chat. I didn't get there yet. But um it was a power four that was on on Denver last year. So let, let me see, let me see if I can pull it up. 
really, really quick because it is, it is driving me crazy. I've been messing it up for like the last few podcasts. Um, what's this guy? Well, he's like a free agent, man. So I can't, I can't even pull that up. Let me, let me see if I can get the um, last year's roster. Like I said, shout out to anybody that already gave the answer there. But um, it's driving me crazy. I got to find his name. Uh, it's not Jermichael Green. Jermichael Green is uh, is already signed to, to a team. Lord have mercy. Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap is what I'm trying to say. Paul Millsap is like in his 30s, 6'7", uh, 257 pounds. Uh, he's been in the NBA a long time. He's he's 35 years old. Uh, he's not a guy that you're going to realize to give 30, point, 30 minutes a game anymore. But um, he can give you 20 minutes off the bench, nine points. Uh, what is it? Five rebounds, you know, a block in a, in a, in a steal a game. Come on, two, two assists in those minutes, you know, um, backing up um, Julius Randle. So that, that, that's a player right away that you could pick up for the minimum if we decide to to trade away a, a player like like Obi or 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 um, Kevin Knox. And um, we'll probably be better off for it. It will it will prepare us better. Um, once once we get to the playoffs and stuff like that, to to have that extra um, grind and grit, you know, and just a player that really knows how to play this game, you know, somebody that used to be a starter for most of his career, uh, now he's at the point where where he could play less minutes, uh, give like he knows how to give his all, you know, to to give his all for for a playoff team for a long playoff run, so um that that's something to look forward down down the line if we decide to make a trade like this. You know you know what I'm saying? You want to talk about losing defense and stuff like that, Tom Thibodeau and all this other stuff, but people grow. You got to give the guys a chance to grow. Um, this guy, Carl Anthony Towns, is not even in his prime. I mean, I, be, I feel like he's entering his prime now, even though he's like averaging like like crazy um, um, you know stats at this point. Let me let me look up Carl Anthony Towns stats while I'm looking while I'm um, thinking about it here. Carl um, Anthony Carl uh, Anthony Towns is, is a is a beast, man. Uh, for his career, uh, he's averaging 22, 11 rebounds, three assists, you know, one steal a game, uh, 1.4 blocks. Uh, last year he averaged uh, 24. The year before, 26. 24. The year before, um, you know he's like a, right around 10 rebounds a game. Uh, now he's up to 4.5 assists. Uh, you know, just about a, a steal. You know, 0.8 steals, and then you know a little, you know, a little bit over one block a game. You know, you know what I'm saying. Um, blocks is not is not all that. You know, you know you, you can you can get that that um that help um off the bench. Jericho Sims could come in there and do that. Maybe we keep Noel around. You know this type of thing. There's so many different variables that, that you can go go against to add add that defense that you need. But when it comes down to it, down to in the last, last seconds in the game, uh, yes, you want your defenders to get out there to stop the other team, but you got to put the ball in the basket. You know what I'm saying? You got to put the ball in the basket. So uh, run a play for Julius Randle and Cat to do a two man game. And um, how do you stop that? You know what I'm saying? Um, pick and roll with um Kemba. How do you stop that? You know, even anywhere on the court, all five of those guys on the court. How do you stop it? How do you stop the Knicks at the, at that point? You know, you, you want to talk about defense. They can they can they can make it work as a team. You know, five men. You know, on on the court. You know, coming like this. You know, working together. They could do that. Communication and this that and the other. Tom Thibodeau run defense. They can they can do that because they have a lot of guys that work hard on, on our on our team and have prideful players and stuff. So they can they can make it work. But offensively, how do you stop that crew? Who do you who do you double team? You cannot double team anybody on there. So it's gonna be on barbecue chicken for, for for that, and that will elevate us into that into that um next next level championship, uh level team, man. So that's something to think about later on down the line. You know, this all fantasy stuff, um that stuff, um you know, could possibly happen. It probably won't, but the reality is a kid like Kevin Knox, you know, this is his time. This is Kevin Knox's time to to shine. This is his time to to um to show everybody that that he's really an NBA player. 
Um, quickly be bugging with his shots. Yeah, man. He's like a firecracker. He's like a chicken without a head. So, um, like I said, I made that point with Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau ran right up to him. He didn't go up to Grimes. Grimes is the rookie. You know, Grimes um had had his moments where where he needed to be coached um really hard, but you didn't see um you know Tom Thibodeau running up on him in the you know right after the game. You didn't see that. You know, he went straight up to him. Uh, made it for fear. What's up, made it for? I haven't seen you in a while. Um, he's mentioning um Amir Sims. I like Amir Sims. You know, I, I compared him to um, Julius Randle in the in the way that he played in college, uh, a big guy that's more of a passer, you know, uh, likes to bring the ball up and initiate offense and stuff like that. More of a team player, not really like so selfish where, where he's going to be a guy that's going to be scoring a lot, but he can. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that I, I would like to see what he does in the, in the G League because you got to have, you know, when it comes down to that, you got to have guys in the G League that are ready to come up and play. So, I mean, um, you know, these guys, McBride and, and probably Grimes, they're probably going to start the year in the G League. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it'd probably be worth it to see if we can get tickets for the G League games um, just to see those guys in person before they get called up. But, um, you know, Amir Sims has a great opportunity to um, to pull up because you want to talk about backup um, power forward spots is is wide open. Obi's not guaranteed to be there. You know, and you know, if we do make a, a package to trade um, those guys away, Amir Sims, if he plays well, he can move up. You know, so th this is all beautiful things to have have to to um to develop your roster and just build forward. Because these these are what um what teams do. Every team is um does this with um with their roster. Um, you know, th no matter how good you are, how how, how if you want a championship, you have to improve. Uh, shout out to the Bucks. What did the Bucks do to improve their roster? You know, they, they lost PJ PJ Tucker. I think he might have been the hardest soul of their team. He he got them through the through the Brooklyn series. You know what I'm saying? And you lose PJ Tucker. Who did they um, bring to to um fill that that gap? You know, so you know what do you what do you say there? D Vincenzo is the guy that's gonna take them to the next level. You don't know. You know you, you got to play the games for all, for all of this. Um, you know, even shout out to to, to Brooklyn. Brooklyn is is um they just gotta be healthy. You know, they gotta be healthy. What other pieces are they gonna add to that team to to take them to the to the um uh, to the next level? Get them over the hump. Um, there's, there's a few teams. Look, look at Philly. People talk about Philly. But Philly got a lot of um internal shit going on over there, man, and nobody's talking about it. They're just ignoring it, you know. So that internal stuff could come out on the basketball court, you know. You know what I'm saying? So thank God the Knicks don't have those problems. The Knicks have um way different problems to, to deal with, um and and they're all positive, you know. Even I'm talking about the Kevinowski could get traded, all those different things. These are all positive things, not positive for for the player themselves, you know, because um because at, at that point it's, it's your opportunity on another team now, you know. It's not our problem anymore. You know, but for, for the Knicks to to, to um to have um this this extra this excess um um you know players on on the roster that's only good for us. You know, and, and you know you know just just like um I I have the, I have this car right. I, I love my car. It, it got destroyed <laughs> the, the other day. A tree like smashed the top of the car. I'm still driving the damn thing, man. So I don't want to get rid of it. You know, but I probably should have got rid of it like two years ago. But I, I have I'm attached to this car. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's my everyday car. I freaking love it. You know, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I could have easily got a, another car, you know, another car that don't, that's not going to give me the problems that this car is giving me, you know, but I'm using that example because that's exactly what we've been doing to our rookies and stuff on throughout the years. You know, we could have easily got a better car, you know, a long time ago, but we've been fucking around with this, with this, with these kids, um, hoping that, um, that somebody would, would give them a, a, that, that would give them the ball and, and tell them what to do with it, you know, and put them in a spot, just a spot like them. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, while I'm saying that, I still want to do a whole bunch of modifications to the car and improve it and change this, change that. 
you know, it's, it's crazy, man. I, I can, I, like I said, I can easily get another car, but you know, it, it's, it's just crazy to me. Well, anyway, shout out to Greenhouse. Greenhouse is always holding me down, man. Every single podcast. I appreciate you, Greenhouse. Thank you for coming in. Uh, Chad James is here. Uh, 48 wins is all possible, man. We have a lot of excess and stuff, and, and we just have a hardworking team. Uh, shout out to Nick's, uh, Nick's community. What's good? What's good, my brother? We'll probably um, do something a little bit later, Nick's community, probably on his channel. So shout out to um, Nick's community. Um, cuts, and, um, cuts, kicks, and Nick's. What's up, my brother? You know, I've seen you here plenty of times. And, of course, uh, this is my guy here, uh, Amir Sims. Um, Amir Sims is a nice playmaker. Yeah, good player, man. This is my man, I am Jarrell. Yeah, man. Salute to everybody, man. You guys you, you guys uh, always hold me down for these, Um, you know, sh- there's a bunch of guys here day by day. Uh, You know, I see you guys, you know, shout out to everybody. Paris, your own druggers here. Bunch of guys. You, you guys are my, are my diehards, man. Shout out, you know, this. I'm trying to make this a reoccurring thing, Sunday morning diehard where uh, I'll come in here and just talk about various topics, just like I, I normally do, but just try to try to keep something for, for you guys to look out for, um, you know, on, on particular days, because my, my schedule is, is, is crazy, man. You know, I, I can never uh, figure things out to actually, you know, devote myself to a certain time. But I pre- like I said, I appreciate you guys for, um, for, for popping in on me, all these random um, podcasts that I just throw out there for, for you guys to check out. So anyway, anyway, man, you know, um, you know, prayers up to um to our guys. I want them to succeed because if they succeed, we succeed. Kevin Knox, like I said, is an X factor. If he comes in and finally plays the way that everyone expected him to play, he changes the game for everybody. Because, like I said, he pushes quickly to situational. You know, you know what I'm saying. If Grind plays so well, he pushes um Burks possibly in the trade package somewhere else. You know what I'm saying. McBride is gonna move up if quickly moves over. You get what I'm saying. All, all these different factors all start basically with Kevin Knox because if Kevin Knox gives us the same bullshit and he doesn't do what, what, what he should do for himself and his career, then he's out of here. Burks moves. We got to play Burks at, at the two at the three at that point. And then um, quickly he's at the two. Rose is there. And there you go. And then, you know, it, it all ha- um, depends on what Grimes and those guys do, too. But um, more, than, more than likely, um, the, um, the, the guys that were here before are going to play ahead of those guys. And then they're just going to have to work. Um, their way into the rotation that way. That that's definitely what Tante was gonna do. He's an old school coach, um, and I, I I agree with that. You know, I agree with that. That um, the way of, of developing your team, um, developing uh, your team is not just giving guys minutes. You have to have a, a process. You have to, gotta have a pecking order. Guys gotta show it. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, there, man. So um, shout out to everybody. You got Quiet King here. It's gonna be Quiet Money. Uh, you know, shouting shouting out the um the the thing here, Soul Finger also. Yeah, man, you come into the chat. I'm, I'm gonna shout you out. Thank you for um for coming in. Dynasty podcast on a Sunday morning. Now we're in the Sunday afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day, and um and have a good one, man. Peace.